deal it's your boy j16 here to keep it real and drop it on another topic look man i'm feeling just a real different vibe today i'm like um really thinking about the topic today i want to break down and i think one of the biggest things i wanted to address in today's episode is um just the inspiration i guess that comes behind conversations that we see within hip-hop around paying homage to people that have come before and especially what the younger generations are doing now and it's like this almost a dialogue and a lack of communication amongst the young generation and the newer generations based off of um, the newer and the older generations based off of not really respecting who came before and understanding and respecting what hip-hop means to us and I think the reason I wanted to have this conversation was hip-hop to me is like the only art form that it's an experience right it's the only art form that comes in elements a lot of other art forms is focused a lot on this is the type of music we make and these are the instruments we play and people dance to it where hip-hop was like really focused on so many different levels right it was focused in the area of art was focused in the area of dancing it was focused in the area of djing area of breaking um you know graffiti art um and in the area of MCing, which was rapping so it has so many different levels entrepreneurship fashion it's like a whole experience tied around hip-hop and what hip-hop means to us so i only felt like it was right on this episode to really break down that world of hip-hop and why it seems like even after we brought all of that to the world it's it's like still not respected by our youth to the people who have paved the way for us and it really came to mind after um killer mike recently winning a grammy for the album of the year and i think it was casa not a gamer came out and was really like dissing it like we don't know who that is man we don't we don't listen to that that ain't the song and it was almost like giving this weird way of like um younger generation not knowing and paying homage to these people who have came before and like joe buns came out on his podcast and addressed it like and people like joe buns i really re- respect him as an individual in hip-hop who has been in the field and could stand up and make sure like shine light on these younger generations who just look at it like oh you are old they old we don't want to hear this man this is what we do this is the music not understanding that hip-hop was created as a, dis- a disruptive force to be voice of the voiceless and it wasn't created as a force to be poppy and things of that nature so when you get younger kids coming out and saying these things and they also not have a respect for it. It was almost like I had to have an episode breaking down it and understanding like maybe it is something that we maybe it's the older generation not paving the way in a well and well lit way that allowed this younger generation of people to not really respect the people that have come before. And there's a lot of people I listen. I ain't gonna lie. There's a lot of people out here that do respect it. Um, but there's also a lot of young people who don't have that same respect and um it was almost like the online um streamers think they made the rules for the game like it was like 
the attitude that they bought was like, we made these rules. The rules of the game is these are the stuff that we're supposed to listen to. And it's like, in their world, they play video games. So it's not even like, is their opinion even relevant when it comes to this conversation? Like, but they feel like the younger generation makes the rules to what people should listen to when it comes to hip-hop and things of this nature. And that was something that I, I highly disagreed about. Um, because there's so many artists that's coming forward. And the funny thing is, these young cats going to be old one day, right? And they not. And, you know, hopefully the money they made in it, it stays with them. But just like everything, a lot of times, these people become irrelevant after a certain period of time. So that was like something I really felt offended by it. But I also had to listen and, and reflect on why they may talk like that. Another areas is like not understanding that hip hop is very unique, right? It's 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 a variety of different tiers to hip hop. It's not like like a lot of music has different elements to it and different styles. Like rock has classic rock and and metal. It has uh, glam rock and it has grunge and all these different levels into it. But in hip hop, it's like it's tiers to it. Like you have an underground and you have a mainstream. I guess you want to say. And those tiers of hip-hop basically say that, you know, we don't, the people in the underground might not want to make it to the mainstream. And a lot of them don't. You got people like Sean Price that never wanted to be in the mainstream. You got people like MF Doom never made it up there. But they have a strong fan base and they make great music. And a lot of times, that underground scene of music is a lot harder and makes better art music in the hip-hop realm than the main. Uh, the major tiers or the major labels or the mainstream hip-hop so definitely in that um, that realm a lot of those tiers are not created in an underground uh, that underground scene for the mainstream right um, um, and it's weird because even when you think about it right it's almost like the profession of being a rapper has changed in a so many different ways, right? A lot of times these artists who are putting out music are not putting out music because they want to be make music that is going to sell a lot of records for a mainstream audience. A lot of these artists are putting out great hip-hop music because they just have love for hip-hop as a whole so you gotta always remember that and also respect that it's important for people that value the art to speak on its importance and that's why i'm having this conversation because it is important for people like me to speak on because i value the art of hip-hop and what hip-hop means to a variety of different people in this world so when we have a younger generation that fully doesn't understand the power of what hip-hop is Hip-hop is a, one of the most powerful forms of music that we have because it's the only form of music that you can go to anywhere in the world and probably have a debate about. On every level, in any aspect, they probably can debate with you on some element of hip-hop. No other art forms of music can do that. It is the connecting form of the youth in the world through hip-hop and that's what is powerful about that 
And when you use that power about it, you use the dialogue of people who don't even speak the same language but can have a conversation about you because hip-hop addresses the oppression of people, marginalized people around the world. You understand what's the value about this art form. It was created like a rose that grew from the concrete. It was created out of the aspect of the art programs in New York being shut down and black people, the resilient nature of black and Spanish people creating an art form that because they didn't have aspects of the arts, they created an art form that could talk about the, the injustices happening in their neighborhood. And that's the foundation of what it was built on. This folk music. So, for one, the number one thing we gotta do is respect the community of hip-hop and support the community of hip-hop and when we do that we will be better as a group and better as a people that's something that i really think we should do more of man it's like it's almost like when you think about it a lot of these newer artists that put out music and however you you assume whatever you like whatever you choose to listen to um, if you find joy in it, that's what's up, man. But what's the value in the message that it's putting out? And I'm not here to sit and tell you, don't listen to this artist or don't listen to that artist. But if you think about it from this level, right? You have, I think it was, I, I read something that was like, in your life, you have a certain amount of seconds that you live. I don't know what the number, maybe it was like, uh, maybe 5, 50 million seconds or your whole entire life you'll live. So how much of those seconds that you live do you want to bring in a certain type of energy? And if that energy is constant negativity, do you want to spend the majority of your time bringing that energy into your life? And when you look at it from that 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 uh, perspective, you may say, you know what, hip-hop isn't something that I want to take my time listening to because it has a lot of negative aspects to it. But when you look at it on the other side, hip-hop has a strong positive aspect. It's just what the mainstream plays. So if you start taking your time to listen to more hip-hop that has that positive aspect to it, that is saying that messages from the people like the Rhapsodies, or the people like the Tobies, you'll start fully understanding, like, you know what, hip-hop isn't all what it's lined out to be. It has a very strong, positive, and empowering side to it. I think where we get, we get sidetracked is a lot of the music that we see and that's put out on mainstream is highly negative. And it's, most of the time it's because I think what Simba said, rap got effed up when the drug dealers started knowing that the rappers was making more money than them. So the stories we hear is constant stories of people who, drug dealers or, you know, criminals or things of that nature who are just trying to find a way out of the situations that they're in. And the best way they could do is tell a story, most of the time it's lies, about the things they do. 
and things they do and the way that they 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 make it this certain types of money and these certain types of things and those are that's that's what it it, it implies every time you hear it and they over over uh, amplify that that message when they're making their music and it's and it's actually sells well in the hands of these record labels and other in these other areas that are like yeah play more of that we want to hear more of that but in reality it's actually very very bad for the aspect of what we have as a culture so I think we all need to play a major role in how hip-hop will be consumed by the younger generation I really I really feel like the younger generation should play a stronger role in the music that they listen to and also the music that is put on the radio regularly regularly by and I don't even want to say radio because it seems the radio season's dead but you know the music that you you listen to I did a whole podcast on the overconsumption of hip-hop right um, if we don't really start making a change into it and the changes in so many different ways it's positive for us because we can really make a change when it comes to hip hop because the positive aspect of hip hop is something that is not talked about a lot it's not even put into the limelight it's funny like when you think about the generations of hip hop artists that's come in our life right and one of the major groups that I always love to speak on is the native tongues and what the native tongues did, right? From the De La Souls to the Jungle Brothers to the Moni Loves, the Queen Latifah, the Tribe Called Quest. And these groups that came together at a powering movement to make songs that were very much empowering, very likable, with a strong message tied behind that. And even when you look at even that late 80s music with the, not, the Stop the Violence, that is led by people like KRS-One after the murder of Skylar Rock. And you see people like Dougie Fresh, Slick Rick, and artists, Public Enemy, on tracks, talking about self-destruction and the things that we need to do as a community to look at our communities and help our communities be better and get crack out of them and things of that nature. We came together at a unifying force to solve issues that were happening within our communities. And I already know we already did it in the past, so there's already a blueprint that has been made that we can do it for the future. It's just us as an art, as a group, being very clear about the music that we put out here and being very clear as a people on how we're gonna consume this music. And if it's the younger generation that has to hear this, to make a change to it, then that's what we have to do. But overall, it's a work from all of our side. So, in conclusion, man, I just think that we should all take time to listen to the older generations and that music that they put out and not always make assumptions on why we should have listened to this artist and listen to the albums. And then go check out the albums they put out. Yo, listen to that Killer Mike album. It's one of the hardest albums. That Michael album is so freaking fire. You know what I mean? But 
if you already make an assumption on what you know what it's about, then you're gonna find yourself in this weird space of, oh man, I don't wanna hear it. Nah, it's not this. It ain't, it ain't this type of music. I ain't gonna listen to. So, man, I really hope you listen to this, uh, like this podcast. Um, I drop one every Friday, man. Usually around seven o'clock. Um, um, and, I'm, and I'm always dropping down new topics. So, you enjoy this one that we broke down the aspects of. You know um, what hip hop has meant for from the older generation pushes it to newer generations. Um, definitely, you'll you'll like the other podcasts that I put out. And as always, respect the grind, not the posing. Rhythm and poetry is an experience centered around soul, centered around excellence, and the coaching. And in due time, we gonna take over. Thanks for listening. Peace.